When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an emergency pod, the first PHLY Eagles podcast, emergency podcast, Bo Wolf, Zach Berman in familiar confines here back in our homes. We just wrapped up the regular Tuesday show. We talked to Brian Baldinger about Lane Johnson. He gave us a bit of a scoop, and then we get in the car, we're driving home, and the Eagles break their own news. Julio Jones, who we all remember from not being able to get down inbounds in the link. Uh, is now a member of the Eagles. Zach, what do you make of the news? And uh, nice to see you. Character still counts. It's good to see. <laughs> Great to see you. You, have, you added some, some new art. We can unpack that later this week. Uh, but this move itself, I like it. Now, you know me. I'm seduced by big names. I'm seduced by form, you know, and Julio Jones. We know Jones, that you are easily seduced. <laughs> Julio Jones is the second best wide receiver I've ever seen play, or third best, uh, after Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson. Uh, so in person or just ever, just like my list of wide receivers, okay. I, I'm a sucker for Julio. I, I understand you're not getting 2015 or Julio Jones, and he hasn't really been productive or that productive since 2019. But he doesn't need to be the Julio Jones from five years ago. He he, what he gives you is a veteran, like reliable receiver between. Devonte Smith and AJ Brown. It's not as if he's taking targets away. You look at this as an upgrade or a potential upgrade over Alamni Zacchaeus. He gives you size uh, in the red zone. I know he hasn't been a prolific red zone receiver, but you you got that size. He's he's known to be a good route runner. He has a connection with players on the team. You know, with AJ Brown, his teammate in Tennessee, with Devonte Smith, who I, I believe he knows from Alabama. Uh, so I. I like the move. I, I you know, I, it, it's not, it, it's such a, like a low risk thing to do right now. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's fully temper expectations. He's sure. 34 years old last year with the bucks. He played in 10 games. He had 24 catches for 299 yards with Tom Brady uh, as his quarterback too. So. With Tom Brady as his quarterback on 43 targets the year before in Tennessee, when he was playing with AJ Brown, 31 catches for 434 yards. Again, only played 10 games the year before that. He could only play nine games in his final year with the Falcons. So you were getting a shell of the guy who is in your mind as one of the best receivers you've ever seen. All of that said, there is like, you know, there is the also uh, the the tenor of like the Dominican Sue signing last year where it's like, okay, we need to add a guy who's the biggest name on the street that we could add. Like, let's, uh, let's make a splash and win the headlines. However, I think that this is a move that, in theory, makes sense. And the reason I think that is we have talked about 
you know, they've been sticking in 11 personnel and they are like, they're just not getting enough out of yes. Quez Watkins and Olamide Zacchaeus. And I think the biggest thing that Julio Jones brings to the offense right now is that he's a guy who Jalen Hurts might be willing to throw the ball to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know I what see I mean? Point there. Yeah. Like, if we're going to be, if like, we cannot just be affording to uh, waste an eligible receiver like the Eagles have been doing with Quez Watkins and Alameda Zacchaeus, aside from like screens uh, and the touchdown that that Jalen Hurts threw to, threw to Zacchaeus in Tampa Bay, like there just hasn't been a lot of throwing to those guys in the context of the offense, like, you know, aside from like pre-planned plays. And so if this is a guy who Jalen Hurts is going to be willing to throw the ball to, then I think that adds enough of uh, a different dimension space-wise to the offense that that could matter a little bit. That's fair. And we've discussed third wide receiver going back to the offseason as an area where the Eagles could upgrade. And I'm not suggesting like this is a major upgrade, but when you're in, when you're on, it's October 17th. Okay. Uh, when you're at this point in the year, if you're not going to make a trade, if you're just simply going on the street, uh, I mean, in, th- in theory, a 34 year old receiver who is 16th in the NFL and receiving yards, like doesn't have much of a learning curve, right? He, I mean, he, he knows how to run routes. He, he, he knows how to fit different spots in an offense. Uh, and again, he's the, fourth or fifth target here when he's on the field. I mean, behind the top three and DeAndre Swift, right? So based on that, if you're looking at it, all right, would you rather have Alameda or would you rather have Julio Jones? I might say Julio Jones. Yeah, now listen, I think I think like the reasonable expectations here are that he's going to catch like 15 passes. Sure. Um, and, you know, for, for like, you know, 150 yards or whatever it is. Like, I, I think realistically, this is not going to be a big deal. However, I also think we have talked about how delicate that uh, personality dynamic is in that locker room, right? They didn't add a wide receiver in the draft. They didn't add a guy who could potentially change the dynamic there because I think they are very, very aware of the dispersion of targets and knowing that A.J. Brown wants to get his and Devontae Smith wants to get his and Dallas Goddard wants to get his. And you can't really add, you know, like they could have drafted Jalen Hyatt in the third round in the, in the shadow draft. That's who I had him taking. But if you draft a guy like Jalen Hyatt, he wants the ball too, you know, with Julio Jones in theory, again, it makes sense because he's not a guy. He's a guy who those who Devontae and A.J. Brown are going to respect right? It's not like, oh my God, why are we throwing the ball to Julio Jones? And obviously, presumably Julio Jones is coming in here with the expectation that he is a bit player. He is not coming in to expect the ball. And in theory, it's it's still a bit of an upgrade on that spot. You're correct there. And to, the, to, to that point too, if you brought in someone else, there might be like a personality clash. I don't want to say personality clash. Precisely. But like, yeah. But, but, you know, Devon, I mean, the word is like Devante has has admiration for Julio Jones. They have the Alabama connection. We know A.J. Brown has has that admiration for Julio Jones pushed for Tennessee to trade for him. So you're getting like as, you know, agreeable of a third receiver here that you can bring in off, off the street. Yeah, and again, you know, most likely he plays like three games, gets hurt, mm-hmm. and that's the end of, that's the end of it. But uh, the, the upside swing, I think, makes sense. I don't, it, it's a little bit, um, like what's the most Howie Roseman move he could have possibly made? This is it, but it also makes sense on paper, I think. So between 
and Dominican Sue, Robert Quinn, Golden Tate. Um, which contribution is this most comparable to? Oh, I mean, I, I think it's definitely like Dominican Sue of those three. Okay. But it could be, but but I mean, it's not Robert Quinn because the cost is sure. yeah, exactly. is nothing. Exactly. Um, I think you're hoping you can get the wide receiver version of what they got from Dominican Sue, which was, you know, not even as much as they got from Linval Joseph. Mm, yeah. It's also not like, you know, he's probably going to be playing even when he's healthy and integrated, like 15 snaps a game. Like he, he's not like the Quez Watkins speed dynamic. Now he's going to be out for four games, but, or three, three more, like they're still going to need that when he returns. But uh, if, if it was like, okay, what happens if Alameda Zacchaeus goes down and all of a sudden we got to play a lot of Britain Covey? Um, I think, you know, Julio Jones makes sense. Do you think the red zone thing factors in here? Do you think that matters? I don't. I lost you. Classic dynamic. Yes. yes. Um, That's a a throwback for uh, for the old school sickos. Um, I think that, I don't think the red zone thing is a big deal. Uh, I don't think that's why they're making this move. Um, I think they, it's not like they don't ha- already have options. If, if the idea is to just throw the ball up to a guy, you know, like that's what AJ Brown does. That's what in theory Dallas Goddard does. I, I think they're trying to solve that in a different way. I, I don't think that this is like, okay, here's our red zone weapon. Agree. But I, I think I, I'd rather have Julio Jones in confined space than Alameda Zacchaeus. Yeah. Now, uh, another move reported since since we last spoke, uh, speaking of all-time greats, it sounds like uh, our old friend Josiah Scott is on the way back. Yeah, I thought that would be the emergency pod, the Josiah Scott one. What would your reaction have, have been if I texted you and said, you want to do a Josiah Scott emergency pod? I would have said yes. Okay. I think it's nice that we get to test out this functionality. It's working It's working very well. I love this because this 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 backdrop has just been sitting. You know, I have I have my desk. I, I mean, I mean, you haven't seen my home office, but I have my desk sitting in an awkward spot in the room, specifically for the backdrop. So if I haven't been using the backdrop for the past five weeks, it's 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 like uh, it's like why is the desk sitting here? So I'm thrilled. How are you supposed to remember the character counts and that you work hard <laughs> and be nice to people and all these books behind me? Yeah, um, specifically underdogs. Yes. So this is awesome for me. Um, and you know, I, I hope there's more emergency pods. I have a certain adrenaline going here. I like it. I was driving home a little faster than I typically do. Uh, All we ever hear about is how fast you're driving, Zach. It (laughs) it feels like that is the typical speed. You you know what? This is, this goes to you. This is, uh, you are not what you are at at your highs and lows. You are what you are every day. Every day you're driving fast. I'm not, no, but I, I was, I mean, I was, I was at a light tweeting some intel because my first tweet was Eagle sign Julio Jones, oh, right? And Sheila's going to be furious. Yeah, no, but I, I was at the light though. Okay, at the light. Um, but uh, to the to the Josiah Scott Scott point, it makes me think that Bradley Roby. There, there, there's yes. probably concern there injury wise for Bradley Roby. Would you agree? I would agree, and also remember that Josiah Scott. Now, this was a different defensive coordinator, but he spent some time at safety over the past couple of years. So that could also be a situation where he is in the mix as, as somebody there. True. Good, true. Good point. Um, that, and we all remember that training camp last year, right? When uh, he was kind of viewed as both. We all remember that. We all remember that. Uh, Josiah Scott, famously an Eagles fan growing up. And when his brother went to Mountain Union, right? Both of his brothers went to both Mountain Union. Yep. Uh, I think that uh, this is probably not a good. I mean, Josiah Scott was totally buried on the depth chart in the in the this summer. 
uh, you know, Zach McPherson and Mario Goodrich both elevated above him as the as the backup nickel. Um, I, I think this is probably like a more a, re- a reflection of how dire the state of the secondary is for the Eagles right now than uh, something like expecting him to to bring something different to the table. But he's a guy who knows the scheme and can be sort of plug and play as an emergency option. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's probably an, a bit of an indictment of like Tristan McCollum and the fact that Mackay Garner got elevated over him. But we're talking really like low level of the of the practice squad depth chart right now. Fair enough. Well said. I, I think that slot cornerback is a spot where they just don't have the depth. What do you think of the Makai Garner like uh, cameo at the end of that game? I, I mean, I, I didn't have strong feeling on it. Uh, I, th- I, I think he showed some promise this summer, and I like the fact that they're putting that safety. I think there's something to build upon there. I didn't think it was horrible, but it was it was a very small. Yeah, I mean, it was untested. It was such a such a you know meager passing offense they're going up against that then it was hard to draw any conclusions. But I think it's interesting that he was in the spot. Seems like you have a strong. Well, they had no one else to put there. Well, I know, but but yeah. he was the one that they chose to be their break glass in case of emergency guy. Good point. All right, who do you think is going to be like uh, the most excited to meet Julio Jones as a teammate? Most excited to meet Julio Jones as a teammate. So it's their first time meeting them. Uh, or just like, because Brandon Graham would seem to be excited seeing anybody. Okay. True. I'm guessing Reed Blankenship. <laughs> Reed Blankenship. Okay. Reed Blankenship for those. Atlanta who, area guy. Atlanta area? No, no. He's he's from Athens, Alabama. And he is a. Yeah. Atlanta well, area. He is a huge. In the South. He was a huge Alabama fan, huge Alabama fan growing up. Wanted it could be a good story from on all PHLY. Give it away. In some of these days, well, he just has to, beats are listening. I guess they get healthy here, um, so I can talk to him. But uh, yeah, he his actually his favorite player growing up was going to re-injure the ribs, being excited to hug Julio Jones. <laughs> his favorite player growing up was Minka Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Did you know that? Uh, I know it now. Okay, yeah. So he was probably, let's see, Julio Jones is 34. Reed Blankenship's what, 24, 25? Um, A little on the older side, so I think maybe 25, 24, 25, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so right in his Crimson Tide, like fanaticism, probably, when Julio Jones was playing there. Julio Jones, I believe, is from Foley, Alabama. I don't know where Foley is relative to Athens, Alabama. If anyone knows their It's in the Atlanta area. What's that? It's in the Atlanta area. <laughs> if anyone here knows the geography from Foley to Athens, I'm defining I'm defining the area here as like what's the what's the local uh, NFL coverage game they would have gotten. They all would have gotten Falcons games. Yeah, Bo knows his way around Mobile, but he doesn't know the Foley to Athens route. That's true. Yes, that's true. All right, give who me. Do you think uh, it is? Who do you think is most excited? I mean, Reed Blankenship's a good answer. Um, I feel like. Uh, I feel like Slay will be excited to have him as his teammate. He's going to have some stories about going up against him from over the years. I can see that. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. Okay. I'll catch up with over you. under. Um, over under two hundred receiving yards for Julio Jones as an Eagle. Okay, so it's week. Is they're they're going into week seven? All right. Uh, they've played six games. Okay. So two hundred. So you're. I'm going slightly over. 
Jason tells us that Foley is on the Gulf Coast and Athens is way up north near Nashville. Ah, okay. So you're taking over under. I'm sorry, I missed it. I'm going slightly over. Slightly over. Okay. I think the odds would be on under, but no, no reason to be a, a buzzkill. You want to play? Should we place a? We should we we should bet lunch somewhere by the studio. Well, you know what we do have to circle back on Zach is the predictions we made before the season. Not only did I hit the Eagles lose to the Jets for the very first time in history, which has never ever happened before in the history of the world. Ah. I also hit the Eagles are going to bring back a player from their past. Josiah Scott is here. I'm mm. crushing it. There you go. I was in an odd headspace during that one. So, yes. When are you not in an odd headspace? <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about these moves. I'm trying to channel my inner Howie. Do you think? He, do you think Howie's like, uh, like proud of this one? You think this is like he's got? He, he's walking around with a little strut that he signed Julio Jones, or do you think he's treating this as like just a just a bare bare bones signing? I think he's getting some of those congratulatory texts that he got from the JJ Ortega Whiteside pick. Yeah. Uh, look, I I think that there's, I think, he's probably happy to get. A guy like Julio Jones in, in the building. I think it's always good to have Julio Jones in your building. So Julio Jones is one of the coolest um, players during my time co- like uh, covering and watching the NFL. You think so? Oh, yeah. I don't think because he was so quiet for the most part. And he's just so smooth as a player. But he's like way less cool than Randy Moss, for instance. And it's a great name, too. Yeah, that's true. I don't think of him on the on the cool side. Mm-hmm. Like I think of him more as like a quiet assassin. Well, it takes one to know one, Bo. Um <laughs> Ash says how he's trying to overshadow the Phillies. You know, twenty years ago that would have been the, yes. the suggestion. Even ten years ago, yeah. Yeah, I, I I can tell you now. There's a lot of love between the Phillies and the Eagles right now, from the ownership level uh, down to like the player. I, I think did they show on the broadcast uh, Kelsey the Kelsey brothers there last night? Uh, well, I mean, I saw. Yeah, they they showed. Uh, it was it was all over social too. Okay, yeah, Jason chugging, chugging some beers. Um, yep. That was the biggest disappointment from the Eagles' loss to the Jets, I believe, is that you know Nick Castellanos had made the drive up to MetLife Stadium so he could party in the locker room with Fletcher Cox to return the favor, but unfortunately rebuffed. Yeah. I don't think we spent enough time on that last week on the the oddness of the Fletcher Cox being in the celebration and and by and by all reports just talking his way in without. Like he was not supposed to be in there. Yeah, yeah. He he had. I, I spoke to Fletcher on Friday, and it took him a while to get the champagne out of his beard. So I've never had that problem. I've never had a beard. I've never had champagne in it. So, what about on your head? Anybody like pour champagne on you? Uh, I don't think I've ever had champagne on my. I'm head. surprised you've never had a beard, Zach, because you, it grows so quickly for you. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised. I know, I I know who you are. I know that you would not. Yeah, you, I mean, you would think I'm, that that was somehow unbecoming of a serious working person well that's that's almost precisely what happened was we started doing the video pods in 2020 and i had to shave much more regularly so okay well uh that'll do it i guess for this uh this emergency podcast julio jones is an eagle what do you think jalen mills thinks about this Zach? i think Jalen mills is pretty frustrated that the patriots are one and five but i think he's probably is that what they are i think they're one and five i think Jalen mills might i could see the eagles trading for Jalen mills oh that would be i Jalen mills was, was one of my favorite players to cover uh and they can use another Jalen in the in the locker room couldn't they and that's right that'd be a good story yeah Jalen mills it, is is named after Jalen rose i know that okay talk to his mother yeah and 
<laughs> since you've talked to his mother. <laughs> I like Joe. Yeah, yeah, I, I like him. So okay, all right. Uh, we will be back, Zach, on Thursday for a regular PHLY Eagles podcast Thursday afternoon. But uh, unless the Eagles sign somebody else, and we do another emergency podcast, so it was nice to to fire up these old uh, these old backdrops, these old muscles. Lots of people excited to see the triangle door behind me. So. Uh, you know, that's exciting. So, yeah, it's good to have this for the off season too, right? Because when, you know, there's a big move, you know, when there's a move that when, when Howie decides to get, to get uh, a little excited, uh, at, you know, at like four o'clock on a uh, uh, mid-March, you know, and 76 is all backed up. We can, we can get right in here and, and do it right away. Do it in, in real time. And as, uh, as, as, as people are saying in the comments, make sure you hit the likes, make sure you uh, evangelize about the show, all that good stuff, and uh, give us some reviews, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk to you later. So for Zach and Julio and Allie, I'm Bo. We thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll talk to you on Thursday, and as always, we love you. We all city like the mayor. 